Hey guys, Mike here. Welcome back to my channel. Thank you so much for watching. I went to see Blink-182 live in Melbourne last night and it was the best night ever. I want to talk all about it in this video. Just so you know, I also do a podcast where I talked about some of my experience uh, at the show last night. This is going to be a more in-depth review style thing about the show um, on the podcast, which I'd love for you to check out as well. It's called 20th Century Boy. It's on my channel or on any podcast app. Go check that out. But this will be a little bit more in depth. So I've been counting down the days to this. I bought tickets back in November 2022, pretty much when the tour was announced and it was announced that Tom was back. I loved One More Time, the album. Every song is amazing. And I'm so happy with the place that Blink is at at the moment. I was watching a bunch of tour videos from the American tour and the Europe tour, and I just was getting so excited. Last night was the night. I was in VIP front standing, um, and I was pretty much right at the barrier in the middle. I was in the perfect spot, you know, full 1080p 4K vision of Mark, Tom, and Travis pretty much, uh, which is awesome. I have seen Blink Live once before back in 2013 when they were in Melbourne uh, just after Neighbourhoods was released, although Travis Barker didn't come. It was Brooks Wackerman, and um, that was great, but this was infinitely better on literally every level. I love you, Tom! So the first thing I'll say, because I've seen few people uh, across the internet asking about it, is I had VIP tickets and that obviously includes early merch access, early floor entrance and everything like that. But what I did notice at Rod Laver was as soon as I got to Rod Laver Arena, there was a stall outside that was already open selling merch. So I just got this t-shirt from there. There's a bunch of t-shirts, socks, posters, and a bunch of other stuff like bracelets. Um, that's all there. So I just picked some up there and then I went to line up at the VIP entrance, met a bunch of cool people there. Thanks for hanging out and chatting. The doors opened at 5.30. So we got to go in there and then we had to line up on the inside for a while before they opened the actual doors to Rod Laver probably at around six. And yeah, I got a really good spot, like I said, right at the front, which was absolutely awesome. The first cool thing that happened was probably at around seven, Mark actually came out onto the stage and threw some Rise Against picks into the audience, which was awesome. Uh, and then um, he walked back off and then Rise Against came out at 7.30, put on a fantastic show. Blink-182 came out at 8.45 around and... It was just incredible to see Tom, Mark and Travis on stage together for the first time in my life. It, it was just simply like at points I actually had to stop and take everything in because I was in awe of what I was seeing. And the energy, the enthusiasm and the fun that these guys are having on stage together is infectious and it's so much stronger than I remember it being back in 2013. And it really does feel like the band is in a pretty good place, which which I'm really, really happy to see as well. So, of course, they start with Anthem Part 2, and it was just, it was just an epic start. And I think in Melbourne, I, I, was, I was really happy to see everyone in the bleachers and, and, in, and in the seated section was standing and seemed to be singing along. And pretty much everyone was singing along and just having an incredible time. So Anthem Part 2 jumped into The Rock Show, which was, again, a really good performance.
here, here's what I, I noticed the most is like Mark is 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 Mark. Like he's still just this like bouncy, jumping up and down punk rock guy, super cool on stage, just really fun, a little bit geeky, like in a really fun way. And I loved watching him. Tom, I I have, again, I haven't seen any Angels and Airwave shows. I've only seen Tom once live in 2013 where I could barely see him because I was so far back. Tom is just so alive on stage. He's He plays with this like fluidity and like he moves his body with the music in a way that like, I, I've seen him do it like in videos, but seeing it live is just like how fluid and, and I don't know how cool it is. He just looks so cool playing. I know that sounds so lame, but just the way he moves his body and he like dances and, and vibes with the music while he's playing is epic, right? And here's the thing about Travis. And I know this sounds blatantly obvious. So don't like, don't burn me for this, but fuck, Travis is such a good drummer. And I and I think I only realized it really truly seeing him up close. Like all the stuff he's doing, but like the little kind of like, he's like spinning drumsticks in his fingers in between like beats and st- like, it's just unbelievable watching this man drum. And at points I didn't even know where to watch because I wanted to watch Tom. I wanted to watch Mark and I wanted to watch Travis. It, it would just, it was just such... It, there was so much showmanship and charisma and charm and everything. It was it was beautiful. It was just so beautiful to me as a fan to see these guys doing their thing. And again, you don't know where to watch. Like you want to watch Tom, you want to watch Mark, you want to watch Travis, and it's just amazing. At one point, uh, Mark puts a blanket over Travis's face while he's playing. Uh, I think it was during violence. I can't quite remember. And Travis just keeps playing, right? Amazing. Uh, then they play Family Reunion and Man Overboard. Crowd just goes wild, gets really into it. Um, into feeling this, violence, and then Up All Night, which was, again, a, a really good trilogy. Only one song from Neighbourhoods, which I get, but I would have loved to have heard After Midnight as well, because that is such a beautiful song, and it's like top 10 blink for me. Most of the tracks that they played were Enema, Take Off, Untitled, and then probably One More Time. Um... Only Damn It appears from the Dude Ranch era, unless you're counting um, Family Reunion in that era, but I don't think there are any other songs. For, they don't even play Carousel, which, like, they played in 2013. They, they're not playing that anymore. But um, then they play a bunch of new stuff. Uh, after uh, They played Dysentery, Gary, and Dumpweed. What, one thing I thought was really funny was they actually mention um, how those songs haven't aged well lyrically, which I totally agree with. And they acknowledge that. And they, the other thing is Mark and Tom are having so much fun between, between songs, you know, sometimes they just go straight into another song where it feels natural, but other times they kind of stop down, have a laugh, make your mom jokes um, and just talk, talk shit to each other, which, which is really fun to see They They do feel like they, they are getting along really well. 
They play More Than You Know, Edging and Dance With Me, all of which go off. Edging probably goes the hardest from what I could tell. Like most people seem to know Edging. Maybe people didn't know the other two as much. Then Tom does a big speech on aliens. He's wearing his To The Stars shirt and then they play Aliens Exist, which people really, really love as well. Um, and that goes into Happy Holidays, which Mark actually plays facing Travis. Like you can only see his back and they play it really fast. And then they play um, Fuck Face, Shut Up, You Talk Too Much from One More Time, which Travis sings. And that was actually really fun live. I really got around that. Um, when I saw that it was on the set list... I was like, oh yeah, okay. Um, but it, it really went hard live and it's cool seeing Travis have a little bit more to do as well. Um, stay together for the kids and then Anthem part three, which went off. I was right at the front. It felt like everyone knew that song and was singing it back to Mark. And I just, I think that song is like a pinnacle bling song. That that might also be in my top 10 of all time. And I just thought it was incredible. <laughs> And then they go into down and then bored to death. And here's what I want to say about bored to death, because of course, when Tom came back, I think a few people were like, oh, I wonder if they'll play any songs from California and nine. And then they, they started doing live shows. And for a while they were playing cynical and bored to death, both of which were great. And Tom sounded great on that. And I think everyone deep down was kind of like, I wonder what Tom would sound like on those songs. Even though Skiba did such a great job on them. I always wanted to hear Tom sing them. And, what I, what I want to say about Bored to Death, because this might have been a highlight to me, and I'm a big fan of this era of Blink, by the way. I know a lot of people are kind of mixed on it, but I'm a big fan of the era of Blink that was Skiba, right? Tom completely owns Bored to Death. He could easily phone it in and be like, oh, I didn't write this one. I'm not involved with this one, so I'll just play it. He gets around it, and particularly during the bridge with the Wo's. He gets around it and he's going to like every corner of the stage to every side of the audience trying to get them involved and doing the whoa bit. And it's amazing. And I am so like grateful to see it. I love that song. I thought Tom was amazing on it. And just like the spirit that he brought to it, I thought was amazing. So I, I was so, so happy. And Mark even makes a joke about, this is a great song uh, that Tom wasn't involved in. And like, yeah, just a lot of banter. The the other thing about the show is like the all the stage effects and the pyro and the lighting is incredible. And all of the graphics behind the guys that you see, like... I'd love to see those somewhere because like they were all just really cool um, art designs and animations and stuff. And and sometimes I think like you take for granted how much that adds to the show, but it was all really well suited to the songs, really well suited, very humorous. And it really made a lot of difference having that. And I just, 
I was just trying to take everything in and um you know I I I think I did but it was it was it was um a lot. There was a lot of emotion and adrenaline running through me. After Bored to Death, they play I Miss You. And of course, everyone gets around the where are you bit. Everyone gets around the chorus. And that, I think I Miss You was possibly one of the best songs live. Like I, I just, I just really enjoyed hearing them. They took out always from the set list, which I thought was weird because they kept violence in. I love violence, but violence wasn't a single; always was. So I'm just surprised that they took, um, they took violent, they they took always out, but they they replaced it. I think with anthem part three and turpentine. I thought turpentine was so good live. It it just. They make a few changes to the to the actual sh- song to to get to make sure some of the beats can be hit. Um, like the power gets cut at the end of the opening bit, and then they come back in with the loud guitar and 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 Tom singing it was great. Mark does the backup vocals for it, which is incredible. Um, just so much fun. It's such a fun song, and people seem to get really around the new stuff. I think more so than I'd seen at previous shows. And then uh, after Turpentine, they they actually played a little bit of, a get, of it again. And um, Tom made a comment of like, oh, this is a new song, like, and, and everything like that. And then they kind of start wrapping it up with the, like, a big four of What's My Age Again, First Date, All the Small Things and Damn It, which was just, again, amazing. And they do the Blitzkrieg bop intro into first date. So I'm just, my thoughts are very scattered because I'm just trying to remember everything. But yeah, it, it was just, that final four was amazing. Um, damn it was incredible. All the small things like just go so hard. And that was definitely one that like everyone was getting around. And 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 again, I think I already said it, but like I, I noticed all of the, all of the seated section was standing for most of the show and they were really good at interacting with the crowd over there. Damn it ends, they go off and they come back for the encore of One More Time, which was really, really beautiful. I miss you. It took time, but I admit it. I still hurts even after all these years. Such an incredible song, such a beautiful song. And then they come back in and um yeah, they come back in and play it, and then they all kind of bow um together so close to them a few of the times uh, a few a few times probably one or two times mark actually made eye contact with me which was incredible um and yeah overall like 
It, it was a brilliant night. I have never heard Blink sound this good live. The energy was great. They, they feel really youthful. Um, I know they both, both Mark and Tom in particular, seem very fit at the moment. Tom in particular, like I, I feel like, you know, he's lost a lot of weight. He's clearly fit. Mark's very thin, obviously, like after can- after the cancer treatment, but they were both just having a blast on stage. And I just, I just loved watching it. Like if you're going to any of the Australia or New Zealand shows, or I think they're in South America after that, have a blast. Like this was the best live show I've ever been to in my life. I'm definitely biased, but you know, I saw Paul McCartney recently. I saw Paramore, all incredible shows, incredible bands and incredible shows. And like I saw Offspring, Sum 41 recently, again, same thing, but this one was was the show. I, I genuinely don't know if I'll ever have an experience like that again. And after the show, I was just buzzing. So much adrenaline and, um, yeah, just so much everything happening. And, yeah, I just want to thank Blink for doing this, for making this record, for touring. It's been unbelievable and I'm so glad they're back and... Um, yeah, I think I'll leave it there. Like, please comment if you were there. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feelings. Let me know your highlights, lowlights, whatever. Um, subscribe to my channel. I do a bunch of pop culture content, but every time there's Blink news, I, I talk about Blink-182. So you can definitely uh, be sure there will be Blink-182 stuff happening on this channel. But yeah, my throat's really sore from last night and my legs are really sore from standing up for so long. So I'm going to have a bit of a rest now, but thank you so much for watching. I'm Radio Mike. Like, subscribe, comment, and I'll see you in another video. See ya.